What's up dudes and dudettes? Drew here, thatanxietyguy.com. You've heard it before, you'll hear it again. It has been a while since I did one of these, but I had a topic come up in the Facebook discussion group a couple of days ago that I really wanted to spend a few minutes on because I think it's super important. And someone in the group, and if you're not in the group, by the way, join the group. I'll put a link in the video description. Um, someone in the group asked, how do I talk about my anxiety? So within the context of, of going through the process of recovery, this person wanted to know, how am I supposed to talk about this? Because I think the concern was people are tired of me hearing, talk, hearing me talk about it, or people are tired of, you know, I'm going to disappoint people by making excuses for why I can't maybe be social with them or, or, you know, engage in group events or whatever it may be. Whatever is getting in the way, whatever is making your anxiety get in the way of your relationships with your friends and family and coworkers and whoever it may be, how do you talk about that? And I think that's a pretty reasonable question. Now, I think this particular question was rooted in a bit of a fear of disappointing people, letting people down, being disliked over it and things of that nature. But I don't really want to worry too much about that because I want to say, I want to say two things. First of all, I think there are many people who are watching and listening who I understand are coming from a place of maybe a not, not a lot of confidence or maybe a lot of self-doubt or maybe worrying all the time about how you're perceived and what people are thinking about you and how people are judging you and, and you're afraid of letting people down and disappointing people and all of those things. But I want to say one thing, like somebody cannot, you can't disappoint somebody. And this is really not an anxiety thing. It's more just a life thing in general, but I feel like I want to say it anyway. So I will. You can't disappoint somebody. You can do what you do and you, you make the best choices you can make in a given time. The choice to be disappointed or a reaction of disappointment lies with the other person in that exchange. So in other words, if you and I are having an exchange, you can't disappoint me. I can only choose to be disappointed in you. And that's a function of what I was wanting or needing or expecting from you. So the onus is on me in the exchange between you and I, for example, a friendly exchange. The onus is on me to be okay with myself and okay with whatever the outcome of the exchange is, and to not require anything in particular from you except to be you, and whatever you that is at a given time. So I think it's super important to, to when you're thinking about like, oh, I keep letting everybody down, I keep disappointing everybody, I'm making people angry with me. Those reactions to the way you are and what you do lie with the other people, not with you. You can control what you do and what you think and, and you can process what you feel. You cannot control how another person is going to react to you or how they feel about you or how they judge you. So I would urge you to, to not worry so much about what other people are going to think or do or say about you and instead put the focus on being okay with yourself. So maybe you have an interaction and your anxiety gets in the way and maybe you cancel a lunch date or something like that. It's, you have to be okay with yourself in that interaction to the point where you could talk about it with your friend or whoever it was that maybe you canceled on. And you could say like, I know I, I, I probably, I didn't really want to cancel. I'm working on these issues right now and I know I shouldn't have canceled and I'm sorry about that. So you can own that without, you know, thinking yourself unworthy or thinking yourself, you know, a screw up or a failure and how they choose to view that is entirely on them. So take the focus off of what someone else is going to think about you and, and work more on what you think about you. So that being said, that's probably just general life advice that doesn't even have to do with anxiety specifically. So now let's talk about how you're going to talk about your anxiety. I think you have to look at it, take it out of the context of how do I talk about it without 
pissing people off or making people disappointed in me. Forget that. Forget what they think about what you say. Let's think about what you think about what you say. And I'll tell you how you talk about your anxiety. You talk about your anxiety in the most constructive way you can. And a lot of that has to do with understanding when you are... There's a couple of things at play. Sometimes we just need to vent. Like human beings sometimes just need to vent. There's nothing wrong with that. You need people in your life that you could just complain to sometimes. That's okay. We all do it. Even the most confident, well-adjusted, self-aware among us sometimes just want to bitch and moan a little bit. And that's okay. And uh, sometimes you just have to do that. And that's okay. But sometimes when you talk about your anxiety and you just continually talk about how you feel all the time, I'm dizzy, I hate this, I feel like my heart is racing, I feel like I'm going to pass out, I must hold on to this wall, I can't get in the car, this is so hard, I'm trying, you don't understand. Every time you put the focus on you and you want to talk about how you feel and what you think and what you can't do, many times you're actually seeking some sort of reassurance. So when you talk about your anxiety... Talk about it constructively in that at some point in this process, you have to stop simply describing things. Like the people in your life have heard it already and they would probably like to be supportive of you and help you and and support you in some way. They're just not sure how, so they might not even really understand how to do that. But more than anything else, the onus is really on you to speak constructively about your anxiety. So listen to the difference. Listen to these two statements. I feel so dizzy today. It feels like I'm going to, I can't even really stand up. I, I hate this. It just throws me off. I got up. I felt like the room, I felt like the room was spinning. It freaked me out. I'm having a really bad day. So that is just a description of what's going on. You just want to tell somebody how you feel and what's going on. And I'm not sure what the purpose of that is, especially if this is somebody who has heard this from you over and over. They kind of get it already. I think they get it already. So now you're probably just seeking reassurance and listen to uh, listen to the difference in the way you might frame that like i'm having a difficult day today but i'm working on it i understand that it doesn't have to be as hard as as it's become and i'm going to try and do some things now to make it a little bit better so bear with me so do you understand the difference between those two things simply describing how you feel what your sensations are again and again and again and again Often what you're really doing is engaging in some sort of reassurance seeking or the person that you're talking to, you're hoping that that person is going to make it better. I know you know they can't make it better. I know that. But from from a deeper level, when you keep just simply describing what's going on and telling people how you feel and what you feel and what the sensations are and why you're afraid and how bad your day is, you're really seeking a bit of reassurance or validation. You're hoping that person's going to say it's okay. And more than that, you're probably hoping that that person's going to find some way to save you to a certain extent. And that's, that's the irrationality of that mindset coming through. Like, you know, you know, rationally and logically that person cannot save you, that you don't need to be saved. They don't need to make you okay, but you do it anyway. So the second way I described it, listen, I'm having a really bad day today. Boom. That's the end of the description of my day. I don't go into every symptom and sensation and thought that I'm having. I'm having a bad day today or I'm having a difficult time today. Bam. Done. Description over. Now let's move on to the constructive part, the proactive part. But I understand that it probably doesn't have to be as bad as it's, as it's turned out. And I'm working on recognizing those things and I'm working on making some changes. So I'm going to try and make the day a little bit better going forward. So I appreciate you hanging in there with me. So a couple of things happen. First, it's a very short description of, how, of what's going on. I'm having a bad day today. That's it. I'm not enumerating symptoms and sensations. Next, I'm going to take ownership of that. I know it doesn't, ha- by the way, I know it doesn't have to be that way. 
So you kind of have to own what's going on there and, and recognize what's going on. It doesn't have to be this bad. I'm working on it. I'm working on recognizing when this happens and, and what to do when it happens so that it doesn't snowball and I'm going to try and make the day better going forward. So you're taking a little bit of ownership of it. You're not simply describing symptoms and putting it on the other person to somehow respond in a satisfactory way because there probably is no satisfactory way other than it's okay, go sit down, which is not a good way. You don't want them to do that because they're giving you an out. So short description, you don't put it on the other person to somehow find right words to say to you. Then you own the process and you acknowledge, I understand that it doesn't have to be this way. I don't want it to be this way. And I'm, going, I'm actively working on changing it. It's difficult for me. It's a, it's a work in process. I'm trying my best. Thanks for hanging in there with me. So you're acknowledging that that person obviously is aware that something is going on. You're acknowledging them. You're telling them that you're struggling, but you're also telling them that you understand that it doesn't have to be this way. You're understanding, you're owning the irrationality of it to a certain extent. And you're telling them that you are working on making that better. And that's super important. And I think you'll find, and I've talked about this when I made my uh, video a while ago about, you know, how do I get my friends and family to understand? Um, I talked about that. When you own the problem and you own the process and you actively work it and you tell them that you're working on it and they can see you working on it, the people in your life tend to be a lot more understanding and flexible when they can see that happening. So the question, how do I talk about my anxiety? And when I say you talk about it as constructively as you can, I mean that. So really sit down and think about when you talk about your situation, your anxiety situation, whatever it is, panic disorder, GAD, agoraphobia, whatever it is your deal is, when, you're, when you talk about that, what do you do? You really have to sit down and be honest with yourself in a quiet moment and say, well, how do I talk about this? Am I just constantly talk, saying the same thing again and again and again? And why? What do I hope to get from that person um, when I tell somebody for the 15th time that my stomach is churning and it hurts and I feel like I'm going to be ill? Like, what, what are you hoping to get? And so you have to be honest about how you're talking about your anxiety, how that may have become a pattern of simply enumerating sensations and symptoms um, and reiterating how difficult it is, but without taking the next step of saying, but I'm going to fix it. So be honest with yourself. See if you're doing that. See if that has become your regular pattern. Be honest about the people in your life that you are doing that with. Like if you have a husband, a wife, a sister, whoever, the closest people to you, are you doing that? Uh, is that what your conversations with them look like all the time? And then really start to think about how can you change that dialogue? Because not only you change the dialogue for them, which they will appreciate, and it will certainly make your interactions probably a little bit easier to deal with, but more so for you. When you change the dialogue, you're really changing it for you because what you tell yourself matters. It really does. Now, I don't ever want to hear about things like the law of attraction. Nobody manifests shit to be honest with you, like nobody thinks anything into existence. So I'm sorry, that's not a thing. So you can't just say, I understand, I accept, I own it. It's going to get better. You have to actually do it, but you do have to speak to yourself in the right way and frame this in the right way, or you can't do it. So it's not a thinking thing. It's a doing thing. I say that all the time. So you do have to do the work, but you do have to be able to actually describe the work and, and speak to yourself in that mindset that says, okay, I have, I have work to do now. So it's so much easier to talk about your anxiety when you're talking about it from an active voice that says, here's a problem. I know I have this problem. I, I'm understanding. I'm working on understanding what it is and I'm working on fixing it. And let me show you what I'm doing. So that's a whole different way to talk about your anxiety. So 
hopefully, I probably said the word so about a million times here, the two lessons here are stop worrying about what other people are thinking about you or that you somehow could control what they're going to think about you or whether or not they will be disappointed or let down. That's up to them to feel disappointed. And believe me, there have been times in your life when you have done things probably perfectly and someone has still felt let down or disappointed. That's on them. So get out of, don't put yourself on their side of this interaction. Stay on your own side and work on your own part of it. And hopefully they'd be working on theirs. And talk about your anxiety in a constructive, proactive active way as opposed to just repeating things and being very passive in the way you talk about it. That is probably the best thing you could do to change how you talk about this problem. Now, obviously context matters. The way you talk about it maybe like in a support group, like our Facebook group or whatever, is going to be slightly different than the way you talk about it, say with your sister or your brother-in-law or whoever it is. Um, it might be a little bit different because they don't understand or they have they don't have the same um, experience and understanding from experience that other people who have the problem have. So you may talk about it differently, but even in support groups, like our little Facebook group, the way you describe things matters. So while you get a little leeway, a little different way when you're talking to your therapist, or you're talking to your counselor, or you're in a support group, talking to other people who deal with the same problem, you get a little more leeway there. But on the whole, try to do that. I think try to do that. Try to change the voice you use not for anybody else, but for yourself, because it, it matters. It matters. If you just keep saying what you feel and keep saying how hard it is, it's really difficult to actually do anything different than listen to those thoughts. Um, and I was speaking to a very smart person last night that I respect, Monique Cove, and I did some video with, we're going to do more. Monique has a really great way of describing it. Like she says, the system works as designed, which means we have we experience sensations and actual physical sensations or memories or whatever it is. And then we have thoughts and feelings. We feel our experience. We feel our, we, we feel those things. So those are real things. Um, and the difference is understanding that it, it's, well, that's the way it's supposed to work. You know, you're, you're actually, the system is working as it should. So now let's understand that and start to modify your reaction to it. So I think that's the big, that's the big thing here. Start to be a little bit more of a, active voice, a little bit more owning the problem, a little more, what can I do to solve this? And, and less just passive, yes, I have this thing and I hate it and this is what it is. So hopefully this has been helpful. I know that sometimes may, maybe it's not helpful. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm making zero sense, but I think it was a super, super good question. And to the person who asked it in the group, I'm not going to say your name, but you know who you are. And it was a really, really good question. So, and I think one that a lot of people struggle with. So hopefully it's helped. Um, if it has, by all means, if wherever you happen to be watching this, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube or wherever, if you have questions, go ahead and leave a comment. And of course, I am obligated to say, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. I guess hit the notification thing so you know when I upload again. I, I'm awful at YouTube. I really am. And if you get a chance, go over to my website, thatanxietyguide.com. That's where everything actually lives. Everything is really there. And I have a mailing list. If you want to hop on the mailing list, I'm going to start using that more because I'm going to get more efficient on how I get this information out. So that's the deal. I've now eaten up 15 minutes of your life that you're not getting back. Hopefully it's been helpful. And um, I'm going to see you in the next video. Have a great day.